right, are you ready, sir? Oh, yeah, me? Yeah. I'm I, always talking to you. I don't know. I thought it's you were talking to him. him. It's like he's always going. Oh, wow. What song is it? Um, Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, yeah. nice. Come shoes. Are you guys ready for some sweat equity? Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. We won't get sued for this, right? Uh, yeah. This is... Carmen San Diego. It's two and a half minutes long. Hit, oh, we'll play the whole thing. Back in the 90s. Burning time. I like the, the Oracle lady from the Matrix that come in and go. Oh, shit. Sorry. Blew my load. We're going to try to do mailbag. We can lower it a little. Yeah. It goes on and on. No, just play in the background a little bit. They name every city in the world. <laughs> I forgot it's an acapella group. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> the game show was awesome. Uh, it was PBS, I think. Yeah, that's all it was was a game show. I, I Now, did you know it was on Netflix, a rebooted version? Yes. Is that that's what you why, because we watched it last night, me and my daughter, and it was not as cool. It wasn't a game show at all. It was like a, a animated, like, Carmen Sandiego is a ninja now, and she uh, steals stuff. She, uh, yeah. Is she from San Diego? I never asked. No, she was an orphan, and th they had to like come up with all this backstory that didn't exist on the uh, think, '90s version. Well, I think it was a comic book first. Oh. I don't think she was a ninja, but I, you got to do the origin story if you're going to do like. A, yeah. A, like a, a serial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. They. Uh, she started out as a thief, and then. Realized the error of her ways and then yeah, became a good guy. But that's part of the story. That was always part of the story. Maybe I never paid attention enough. There was a video game you had to play, I think. I can't take there, much more. There was that. a, when I had a green Mac computer that the whole family used. Yeah. Anybody who's younger is like, what? The files are in the computer? One it, of those? It looks like everything's on DOS. Yeah. Like, it's just. Uh, Wait. The screen, it displayed all green? It was all green. Um, I forget what what the Mac was that we had. It had a floppy disk drive. We played Oregon Trail on it. Um, and a couple like other games that you literally, like your phone won't play because they're too shitty. <laughs> like It's like your phone is 40 times better. Yeah. Than it's like, no, 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 you want to play Sonic the Hedgehog. Than That's the sick. family computer that I hoarded from everybody that sat in the kitchen. Of our place. It's hard to jerk off in the kitchen. I well, I mean, I'm like seven. You know, I don't even know what's going on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. That'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to do a mailbag-ish kind of episode. I got a couple questions as, or I, I was telling Eric, not so much emailed in, but if y'all want to, you can hit us up at eric at, to uh, <laughs> eric at sweatequitypod.com or law at sweatequitypod.com. Ask us anything. We'll try to answer it on air. Um, if you want to leave a review, five star that shiz. You want to ask a question in the review? That I like that game. Yeah, well, that'll work. If you, but make how it about nice. this? I'll make a promise. If you ask a question in in a review, because here's the cheat code: you got to write a sentence. Yes. Or it's like not nearly as good. Mm -hmm. So the cheat code for moving up the rankings on iTunes is subscribe, five stars, and uh, review, and give a review. But you have to type something in. It needs to be longer than like thirteen characters. There's some like minimum. Yeah. So I tell it's everybody hard. write a sentence, but here's the challenge. Y'all can write any question you want in there and we will promise to answer it on air. 
Whether it's the right answer or not, we will answer it. I don't care if we get 2,500 reviews and we, that's what we have to do to, to fulfill this. Sure. I, fine by me. We'll do a marathon episode and just answer every question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's a good – I like a little social contract with that. Look, you got to take a minute to go out of your way to do it. It's not that hard. I don't know why we all have this kind of mental block. I was telling you – I mean, we can talk about reviews because we had a question about that. Uh, yeah, well, no. I mean, I had just done a, a mass email to all my closest friends and family just saying, hey, just help. It was totally, it looked good, but it wasn't like formal, you know, it was just like, here's the link. I sent them a link to the, this is for my wife's dental practice. Here's the link. Give a five-star review. Just write something real quick. It takes 30 seconds, literally. If you have that link right in front of you, it takes no time at all. Then I also put a tutorial in there. I got I forget what uh what uh, service I use. So I'll, I'll I'll prep us up a little I bit with the to, questions. Uh, I want I want to give a little uh, like uh, sports talk podcast or radio where I'm gonna tee up the questions we've got and then we'll go over them because I we were talking about there might be some people that are not interested in the first question. They may want to zoom past and go to the second thing. Fine by me. No, I was bringing compelling rhetoric there. No, we're going to go back to it. I'm just saying mm, I'm we got something about online reviews. We've got something about if you're a realtor and how to advertise. I got a good question about that that I answered <laughs> and didn't get a reply to. It took like 30 minutes for me to write that email. One of those. Uh, yeah. And I forget to use otter.ai, not a sponsor, but I just love them mm -hmm. for dictation. And then the third one I had was about proposals. Uh, what's the best? Uh, app to use or software to use what's the best for that whole business development process if you're like a uh, soft skill like john paul over there doing a lot of video work shout out to our, our producer behind the glass i unmuted him you have 10 seconds Thank uh, you. nothing okay so uh hitting the bowl today tampaniac pictures dot com no it's tampaniac.com tampaniac so think of Tampa Maniac, Tampaniac. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Not the best name. <laughs> so, well, the best logo for sure. Because some baller fucking made it in a tribute to David Bowie. Law made the logo. Mm -hmm. in, a, in a negative space, lightning bolt as a little wink nod to Tampa, the lightning capital of the world. Yeah, fun fact. At one point. That's why we have the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey team. Some people don't know that. We got overtaken. By the lightning capital of the world? I think there's uh I looked it up one day nerding out about Tampa stuff for that logo, I think. And it was like we had it at one point, someone else got it. I don't know how you track yeah, that. Exactly. Um so I the three questions we got, just pretty easy. I want I want more mailbag, I want more interaction with the audience. I think, you know, I'm gonna steal this from Bill Simmons, um, and how he used to do columns when he was too lazy to write. His words. What, he would just reply to... He would just take the fan, questions fan people... Yeah, were I mean, it, it's it's interactive because people want to you know hear their question read. But you do it too much. You can't do it all the time because then you're... Mailing it in? Whoa. I didn't know you were that sharp. This, uh, hold this on, afternoon. let me find my I'm button. <laughs> that, we need like a dad boner. Like I know. Um, boiling. A boiling noise? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so... Ooh. One of my new faves. So, reviews. 
Uh, I was asked, how do you get more reviews? Just, it's not a pretty in-depth question. You were already on a jack about it. Did you find that um, tutorial? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how many people use the tutorial. Uh, most of the people who got back to me and did reviews were people that I'm 99% sure didn't need it. Let me let me ask you this: Why? And I know the answer, but I want you to answer for the audience. Why send them a tutorial? Well, <laughs> because um, it's pretty incredible how little people know about these things. Like my mom is, she's savvy. Like she knows a lot more about computers than most people her age. And I was like, "You said you left a Google review. I don't see it on here." She's like, "Oh, I thought I did. I know. And how you do it?" And it's like. Oh, I had to help her get through that. It's just, it's not as obvious to others as it is to us. The more I, I, the more I think about that gap and the reason we have Tokabaga Consulting, the gap between what people know tech-wise, like I call it soft tech-wise. It's this isn't like real elaborate shit. It, it I, I'm, I feel more confident about like us trying to bridge that gap as a company now more than ever because. Yes. I realize just how, how like if you're not into it at a certain age, you're not into it at all. Oh yeah, you're and not, I, I think I younger call it curiosity. People, if you're younger than us, you don't know how to bridge the gap to the olds. Oh yeah, olds. Right. That's the other part of that's the flip side of it is the younger. While the younger cats might they might they could eat my lunch on Snapchat, right? Right. I don't know. That's not my focus, and I stopped trying to be a specialist in every area. Because I, I'd rather just find people that are and and hire them. Yeah. As long as you understand the basics of what's going on. Like, I'm not like, what is this thing? Yeah. Well, it just when it comes to explaining things to other people, it's like we know metaphors that we could use for right. somebody older. Be like, oh, you know, this is like uh, the old train schedule. Or what, and people, younger people. <laughs> train <be> like, schedule. <laughs> what? <laughs> no you guys remember horseback? <laughs> remember buddy? how they wrote things on paper back in the day? Yeah, like that. I All right. So I, I bragged about this on the podcast before, but I'll still I'll use it as that example, is I was trying to teach online advertising those display ads that you see on the right-hand side on your desktop. I was trying to explain. Everybody loves them. Yeah, everybody loves them. Whatever content you're absorbing for free, usually you're going to have some kind of display ad there. Even your Gmail, that's a, I guess, technically a display ad where it has the little one-liner at the top. Mm, you yeah. You see that? Yep, yep. Yeah. That, that's definitely a display ad. Well, I don't know if it's considered search, uh, part of the search I part gotcha, or yeah. display. I consider it display because you're not searching for anything. Really. Right. Um, and so I, I, I looked around this guy's office, as I call myself, the retarded Jason Bourne, and I can kind of pick up on, yeah, it's like a comics kind of thing. Where you walk into about. a room, you've got a little bit of that too. It's a little bit on the spectrum. You walk into a room and you see like something else no one's paying attention to. Yeah. And it's like, you see the broken TV that's a Zenith 19 inch and you're like, mm -hmm. people think Weighs you're crazy. 400 pounds. Yeah. And then I'll call it out later in the meeting. And I'm like, you know, you can get like a flat screen uh, yeah. for like 50 bucks. And he's like, what? Yeah, you load them into the chamber. So um, cool I look around this guy's office. There's golf shit everywhere, and I'm like, okay. All right, so it's like a Robert Trent Jones golf course. You're designing a Robert Trent Jones golf course or an Arnold Palmer golf course. You have sand traps, right? Did he jizz in his pants at Robert Trent Jones? Oh, yeah, that was a deep pull. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that, <laughs> there's one. It's in, like the in, only non-golfer golf course designer <laughs> there is. Exactly. That, that, that I, I know his name. So that's when stand-up kind of helps because I'm trying to use the most specific reference so he knows I know I, what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes that'll trip people up too. That'll – They'll get stuck there. 
and I'll have to be like, or yeah. Arnold Palmer, and that'll kind of bring it back. Yeah. So I go, look, sand traps. You design, you design a golf course. You're these, you're you're for those construction teams. You want some undulation, you know, dropping that in there, undulation on the green. You want some of that, the curve, the hills, the little baby hills. I know what the word undulation means. A lot of people don't. I'm I know. I was doing that because I you were way too impressed with your own use of the word undulation. Oh yeah, <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Not really because does. I didn't know what it meant. Uh, the Lipitor lip, as we used to call it, when you hit the sand trap out. Anyway, sand traps are your ads, basically. Those are the dead zones. Those are your penalties, essentially, as a user. So mm-hmm. think about it that way. And they're strategically placed. Sometimes they're there for you to aggressively hit and get sunk in. Sometimes they're there just because you always need a penalty of some sort. Sure. And you always need a trap. It's a trap. It's literally a trap is what an ad is for yeah. a user. And he was like, I've never, I, that makes perfect sense. And I was like, I wish I was re- fucking recording this. Yeah. Why don't I have a documentary crew around Well, now you have. <laughs> I do want a reality show where I just go around and talk shit like Taffer, but yeah. drop knowledge like that. Yeah. Anyway, reviews, guerrilla style. Yeah, you got to, I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? I mean, what do we always say? Start with your friends and family and work your way out from there. And it was like... Apropos of our second question. I yeah. didn't even... I, I hadn't even really pushed that hard on the Google reviews. Just there's so much going on when you first start up, you know, that it's so easy to just forget about those easy little things to ask people about. But I mean, the next step is going to be uh, more of a broad email campaign sort of thing, you know. So but I'm about to write a proposal for a potential client you have short term you have long term he he needs more short term coming in right now mm-hmm. which is fine we're going to we're going to skew the portfolio mix of tactics that way probably more ads driven mm-hmm. than your seo yeah. for example reviews is a long term game sure but once you get over a certain click you get over a certain amount of uh a number in your industry for dentistry it's look it's got to be like it's got to be aggressive because those marketing companies are really aggressive in that industry. I want, yeah, we need to get to two hundred. Right. It's it's that's going to be yeah on Google alone. Um, that's going to be like once you get to that point, I think people just kind of turn off all the numbers, just blur together, sort of thing. My theory is it it, it just goes on its own. You, you you get to a certain point, it's the opposite, of like diminishing returns. Like you get to a certain point in reviews, and then oh, more yes. reviews roll in. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like the I think that's how it kind of works with a lot of like organicish stuff online. Sure, you I get mean, to like, a certain amount of Facebook likes on exactly. Page, I was gonna say it looks so robust. Instagram followers like, right. oh, this guy must have something going on. Let's exactly. figure it out, you mm-hmm. know. And then they gotta they just assume that everybody else knows what they're talking about. It's like perceived value and price, right? You think something's high price, like glasses, right? I I wear, mm-hmm. and you don't know they're owned by one Italian company. Yeah, and you should go Warby Parker. And what's our what's our code for Warby Parker? Do you know off the top of your head? Forward slash sweat. So Warby Parker Trial Tri- dot yeah. com yes. slash sweat, and uh, that'll hook you up with free five pairs you can try on at your house. I've done it. You can type in your prescription online. It's mm-hmm. totally legit. I've gotten mad at all my family members that went to Vision Works because they're getting ripped off. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to do some kind of online eye exam. I bet you they could you can do, do it. it. Really? That exists, yeah. How? God damn. Every go, time. Go on Product Hunt. I know I saw it on Product Hunt. Mm, go on there and right find that. And I'll, I'll keep going in the reviews area here. So what what we're talking about 
is we talk about guerrilla style getting reviews. G U E R I L L A, not not like the animal. We we see it as like that sort of thing. when you're doing your own business. Most of y'all that are listening to this that are doing your own thing, either it's a side piece business or it's your your total uh, that's your life. Like this needs to be something thoughtful, maybe something that you got to remind yourself once a day. Hey, every day try to get reviews when you see your friends. Right? Yeah. I told you yesterday or the day before. If someone, if one of my friends starts a business, and they tell me they start one or they want me to like their new business page on mm-hmm. Facebook, I immediately make sure I go to that page and put a five star review. So um, I had uh, a friend of mine, actually Jeff Borgen on Tampa Sports and Wellness Chiropractic. His wife, I, I reached out to them, and she was like, yeah, can you go on back on ours and leave us a review? I was like, yes. And I went out of my way to say, don't feel weird about it. I know it feels icky, but, like, good for you to remember to do that because, like, I yeah. wasn't even thinking about it. But it's like, just do it. Just, uh, just people aren't going to judge you like they think you are, <laughs> that you're being, like, I don't know, whorish or whatever. No, no, you know? no. Uh, I've only had one or two clients. They're lawyers. They're the only two that were, like, I don't want that kind of um, – like they they just didn't they wanted to be on the up and up and they're great people you know mm-hmm. like they they have a different standard because they have a bar yeah association but those are the only two people I've had out of like five hundred probably that I've done it for that have said something yeah they're like you weren't technically a client you worked with us you worked for us but not client wise and I'm like that does there's no honor in the review game but no and, no honor in it but I I get it I they have to stay really conservative so that's fine by me yeah. Um, I'm not juking reviews, but, uh, like juking stats in, um, in the wire. <laughs> what? What was that part? You don't remember? Like juking stat? Is that a guy? No, no, They're always talking about juking, juking the stats. Cri- is coming. The, the rest record stats. Oh, I think yeah. it's season three on. They're always talking about juking the numbers. Mm-hmm. And so you can always like inflate numbers, which way you want to do it. Sure. You can say, and then you can tell a story. So like. Stats don't always tell the whole story. That's why I get mad at people that are bottom line people. I know. It's really important to no be a bottom area. line person. The numbers are what they are. We, we, You and I could probably go the other way. We probably need to go a little bit more bottom line-y. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, uh, and I'm working on that. But at the same time, I know, like, you read Malcolm Gladwell book about, you know, or Freakonomics about some statistics. The reason they're interesting is because they're breaking down why the broken windows theory might actually work. And why it may have lowered arrest or may have not. What's well, a broken windows theory? It's like the um, in New York, uh, they had, there's a thing about if you see broken windows in your neighborhood, and they're never really repaired, it creates this kind of thing where you don't give a shit about the neighborhood, <laughs> so you just let it keep depreciating. Yeah. And so there's a broken windows theory. If you treat everything well in the neighborhood and put s- like some civic cash over to that to fix all these things that no one's going to take care of. It will have an influence on the like morale. It's like the it's like the reviews or the followers or like it's manifest destiny. Well, and yeah, and then it, I think at a certain point it starts to gentrify and become this good neighborhood. Yeah, and then other people come in. Ooh, I want to make it nice too. Right, <laughs> and then the gays come in. They fucking totally take it over, yeah. and your prices skyrocket. So what we need is the gay mafia. <laughs> Because once you get the gays don't on your side, they will support the be, shit out of you. Yeah, don't be bad about them on, on the air. I will never. No, no, no. I'm saying I want the gay mafia. I know. I I'm can't just get saying. in it. I can't. 
I'm, I'll be a fruit fly if that's what it takes, but I'm saying like... What is a fruit fly? Let me write that one down. Of those, one of those chicks that hangs out with gay dudes only, basically. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like you never that. heard that? No. Yeah, they're buzzing around all the time. That's good. Um, I, and uh, I have a lot of gay comedian buddies, but none close enough that I yeah, can Yeah, you hang. do. I don't care. Gay it up, man. We're in Gaybor City right now. Yeah. So... It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. I'm just uh, sure. I was doing white a male. Thing, just had a real white male. <laughs> just calling all the people I know gay. Um, well, so not the actual gay people. <laughs> do your thing. I don't know, but you just keep, <laughs> keep on to the next. Keep trying to question. PR your way out. Open of that. the mailbag. So it's funny you brought up uh, the 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 real the the way the sphere of influence. You brought it up without thinking about it, but it's just kind of a a native way to promote yourself if you're your own business. Mm-hmm. In in real estate, whatever real estate company you're with, real estate's an interesting thing. I was thinking about you're a realtor, you're on your own, you kind of have this little home base of sorts. Right. But pretty much everybody's like the Yeah, it's team. every man for themselves pretty much. And you're technically kind of competing with your own people, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know that much about that system at all, but it's an agency of sorts. Yeah, I don't either, um, but you're right. I think... I think the agency itself is good for lead generation sort of thing and, and distribution amongst well, those people. but It's an agency model like like this place. That's why I say we're not just an agency because it's an agency slash firm. And I think a consulting firm is more of that like uh, structured form, like how most businesses or advisories are. Mm-hmm. An agency is kind of like it's to be understood that there's a lot of independent contractors or you know, entrepreneurial kind of consultants. A lot more moving parts. Right. Or just think about... Uh, that's why they call it a firm. Yeah. Because it's firmly Ooh. entrenched. I wonder if that's why. I don't know. I it, that sounds it. dumb, but it could be. There are... That's most of the reasons why of those sorts of things are, are just that stupid. Right. Right, right. We're, that's the etymology of a firm probably came out of that. So uh, how to advertise if you're a realtor. And I was thinking about it. The problem with being a realtor now is you don't have the advantage you used to back in the day. Right? Yeah, you don't have all... Everybody's got the info. Everybody's got almost the same exact info. Your your potential clients and customers, clients... Uh, if not more, because they can zero in on one place more than they can probably do I, a, a realtor. And it's the biggest purchase everybody makes, so they're doing... Most people are doing their due diligence on it. Um, yeah. And not a lot you know, of snap decisions. You really have to fight against. Hey, a Zestimate's not even close. They got sued for that. That kind of thing. Like you got to be able to reel that off at any p- moment in time. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that right there, you're kind of like, all right. So what else can you focus on? Right. It's being a really good just overall resource for someone. Sure. Like being that go-to friend that knows, hey, you need this. Go get to these guys. Uh, they'll hook you up. You know the ins and outs. You got to be kind of the mayor of your your town, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is really good at contracts. I think. Yeah. Uh, negotiation, walking people through it, that's the value, probably where you're at. But yeah. a lot of people don't think about it in that direction. That's how I see it. Yeah, I, I think being detail oriented, like just having follow up. Yeah, just the punctual. Right, all the little things that everybody should do automatically. You got to be a th- batting a thousand on that stuff to make a difference. Like if you want to really, you know, because that's where I, for me, that's where I would like differentiate. It's like, I don't care if you're the weirdest person in the world. You make me uncomfortable if you're there on time and you do everything perfectly. 
fine. I don't yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't need to be sold on things. It's like just do the parts I don't want to do and do them well, and you're gonna be money. Right, and I I don't know how it how you've scheduled like your life around that. That's the hard part. To yeah, me. it's weird. Right? I was thinking about it a lot. Like you, like I I thought I was pretty client. Like when we first started the Tokabagas, like I would get back to people as quick as I could, and was like, you want to meet on a Saturday morning at five? I'll do it. Right. And I realized after after a while that's not gonna work. And it, what it does is, for us, for our industry, it cheapens a little bit what we're doing because no one in our industry will do that. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're desperate. Yeah. But for reality, it's different because you you have to be that way because people will throw down cash the moment a fucking house goes on sale. At least in this area, I know that. Yeah. And I think we're very much a microcosm of the country of a lot of cities in the country. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's one of those things where you have to be on top of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just in general, people are working. My aunt's been doing it like 50 years, and like, you call her. Misses every dinner. She's, <laughs> But she's she's on it. Like, she she knows it. She gets that. She's on top of it, and like, she'll get back to you within like 30 minutes most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I mean, those are the people that you remember. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's. And I get it as her nephew. I'm like, oh, she's got to stop talking to go make this call. I yeah. It's crazy how little of that there is. Like, it just calling people right back, sort of stuff. <laughs> like, but that, it's that, that that's the value, right? Yeah. Because eventually, just like we we're talking about with the reviews, where it starts snowballing into more business on its own, more reviews. The same thing happens uh, because it's such a people-oriented, client-based business, and there are a lot of jabronis. Let's face it. There's a lot of people that do it as a backup job. Yeah, and I, I think that going back to what I was saying earlier, just a lot of people come into it like, I'm going to be a realtor and I'm going to set myself apart by doing this big thing. And it's like, it, that's going to fail. Be and consistent. It's gonna, yeah, exactly. Just start little. Do all the little things better. And, and remind people how... Up. The hard part is re- reminding people, and this we suck at this, is reminding people how good you are at the end yeah, and how consistent you were without being a douche about and it. And doing it creatively. Yeah, and going like, you know, you talk to anybody else, you probably would have gotten. Here's our off. schedule of calls and meetings, and I made everyone. I was go past that, no big Good. deal. But uh, just a reminder. There's got to be a way to do that without being gross. Um, I don't know how I feel about taking a picture of people with their new house. I I don't really like it as the person who bought a house. Uh, like you... they do the like, let me, can I take a picture and post it for my stuff? And oh. you're like, uh, I think I. I, I don't know. Say, Are you saying? As a person looking at a realtor online, you don't like that. I don't want for no. As the person who bought the house, if oh. I'm a client. Well, then they say no. Um, yeah, I know, but I'm getting. Uh, Most people are super egotistical and want to be put on whoever's Instagram. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want my everybody knowing my house and stuff. Even though you could probably find it. Yeah. Pretty easily find that shit online easy. But uh, taxcollector.com. How, how to. How to be an advi- how to advertise online for as a realtor. So, like you were talking about sphere of influence. Without really this, this is what you're all taught as a as a realtor. Think of a solar system, like kind of a diagram, right? Yeah. You have three rings or a tree with rings in it. Whatever. Or a nipple with an extra line around it. Yeah. Two extra lines. Well, you got the nipple, then you have the areola, and then the second is a, a not as bad areola, yeah. and then the third is the whole boob. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. The boob, yeah. Or it just, makes it less weird. Or just three circles around a dot. That, that That's what he drew, 
Okay, so the first I first saw a titty. the areola part, that's your friends and family. Right? Mm-hmm. The second where uh you have this weird second big areola <laughs> on top of it. Um, let's call this if the sun is in the middle Duplo areola. What's the first one? Mercury? Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> then Venus yes. orbit, right? Right. Uh that's your acquaintances. Sure. And then that third layer. Earth. Uh, yeah, Earth. Third Rock from the Sun. Remember yeah. that show? Nope. Uh, Lithgow. Yeah, my dad looks like Lithgow, so yeah. Uh, okay. that's Or the whole boob, if you still have the boob diagram in your head. Um, that is your friends of friends or new people. People that you see out and about and you recognize their face, but you've never actually talked to them because they're just on your Facebook feed as friends recommended to you. Yeah, so acquaintances are people you met maybe once at a party or a networking event or something. You don't you kept in touch through LinkedIn, whatever. You guys know of each other. You're not calling I, I always do the break off of my friends versus acquaintances is do I have their phone number in my phone? Mm-hmm. And then do we text or call or whatever? If th- I'm not really hitting them up on the reg, then they're acquaintances, sure. right? Um, I have to create boundaries, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now take that, take the sun, make a, a straight line out, and just make a, an arrow pointing out, right? Mm-hmm. You're working from the inside out, from the sun out to Earth, and mm-hmm. beyond beyond Earth, right? Because the, the the next level af- after that circle is basically Mars orbit, which is people you never met. Advertising to Martians. Uh, yeah, people that don't know you. You should be advertising to these rings first in that order as well. You still have to advertise to the people that you know. Yeah, you got to remind people. And I'm talking about, if we're talking about legit advertising, where you're putting money down, right? Mm-hmm. A boosted post to me is an advertisement on Facebook. Yeah. You have a Facebook page. Your friends and family, you got them to like it. Uh, you still should advertise to them because... Everything you post on there, only like 1% to 5% of the people will see it organically. Yes. That's really bad. Yeah. That's not a it good It is no- weird. You got 100 people on your Facebook page, which is pathetic, because you need 100 to be able to advertise. So mm. if you need fake likes, what's the pl- we can go on Fiverr, or you can't do Fiverr anymore, but we oh, do this for a lot of clients. Social Boost, I think it was called. Yeah, uh, Social Boost. Uh, Google that. I think that's where you can get some fake likes. Look, there's no honor in the fucking light game. Nobody cares. You're, you're not taking that shit to the grave. It's not going to be on your tombstone. Like, yeah. whoa, he had a fan page? of. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Um, they were fake? Facebook knows it exists. They don't care. They don't police it that much. Yeah. Instagram, I think, is uh, starting to... Uh, they said they were. They said they were. They're like Donald Trump with this stuff. Yeah. Like It's like, I'm going to do all this crazy shit, and they never do it. I still got a lot of uh, Instagram followers that... Probably shouldn't be out there. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you straight up. All my shit had fake ones to begin with. Yeah. You can tell. And then they go down yeah. slowly. Twitter, for sure. It, it's a, such a weird, like, flow to it. It's like a, I don't know, a breathe well, in, breathe out. The it's reason like, they happened? need to do it is because the the platforms need to do it to make their, their data more reliable. Mm-hmm. So, like, at one point, one third of every person on Twitter was fake. Yeah. So that's a problem if you want to get ad money. Yeah, exactly. Because now the stats are all fucked up, and if I'm a company putting a million dollars in, and I'm like, that's the two whatever. So look, I want you to start with a boosted post, and I'm going to give everybody a better way to teach Facebook ads. That's the easiest way to dip your toe in the advertising water. Um, 
because you don't need to make a website. Make a Facebook page and start there. Facebook's still legit, even though everybody will tell you it's not. The I'm people t- who have money that spend money are on Facebook Everybody or LinkedIn. Everybody still thinks of that leak, which wasn't really a leak. Uh, Facebook got fucking hacked. It was that's what got reported incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, we need to go in Tim Foyle hat again and, and talk about that. Yes, we do. Uh, shout out to Sam Tripoli. But if you want to get some really basic, easy, I can't teach Facebook ads because I get too far in the weeds. Like I want to show everybody the fucking secrets, mm-hmm. but I realize I overwhelm everybody. A good reference is JohnLoomer.com. J O N. L-O-O-M-E-R.com. This guy explains ads. Super easy. Good. We'll finish probably the rest of that in the next episode. Yeah? I don't know. How many? How far did you get? How many you got left? Oh, well, we can talk about the whole business development process. Well, knock it out in 30 seconds. Go. Um, streamline as much as you can without losing any of that personal touch. Yes, exactly. Check us out. SweatEquityPod.com. Listen to us everywhere. Watch us dance to 90s children's shows. Tell your mom about this podcast. Because moms love this podcast. Are we still going? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to go well, the whole outro? There's only uh, like 100 seconds left of this song. How good are you at geography? Because this made me fucking awesome. Baller geography. Mrs. Misdemeanor. Is that what you said? <laughs> you want to give me a quiz? Let's Geography quiz? No. What's the capital of... Lesotho. What is it? <laughs> I was just How many provinces in Canada? Seven. Thirteen, I think. I don't care. I don't know. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. I, I, don't, I don't think it was going to go this long.